BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, what's up? I'm Pendarvis Harshaw, the host of KQED's Right Nowish podcast. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now-ish. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Right Now-ish. My name is Pendarvis Harshaw. So a few weeks ago, I pulled up to the corner of 17th and Telegraph in downtown Oakland. And I see muralist Rachel Wolf Goldsmith on one of those scissor lift machines, about 20 feet in the air, dancing and painting the backside of the YR Media building. The mural stretches from the sidewalk to the rooftop and depicts two people, one with their fists raised and the other one with their palm out. The latter, that's an artist who goes by Stony Creations. I've seen Stony perform before, so I instantly knew who that was. other person the one with their fist raised i didn't know them but as soon as i posted the picture of the mural on social media i was introduced to yanni brunt after a friend sent me yanni's instagram profile i found out that they're the force behind a queer fashion show producer of a day party and a runway model oh and they also speak publicly at political rallies like brown love black pride earlier this year There's so much trauma that we've experienced as a collective, as black and brown people, that we need to heal through. We need to love on ourselves. We need to love on each other. So I want y'all to say with me right now, say, I love myself. I love love myself. myself. I adore myself. I adore myself. I honor myself. I honor myself. And because, well, you know, you don't really know someone by looking at their social media. I decided to chop it up with Yanni. Of the many things they told me, one thing that stands out is Yanni's guiding principle. I just want people to love themselves. (laughs) We could live in a much better world if we all love it on us. We explore Yanni's self-love strategies shortly. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. I wanted to talk to you since I saw that mural of you in downtown. You got this three-story Mural on the broad side of what they call it, YR Media now, Youth Radio as I formerly knew it. How does it feel to have your face on the side of a huge building in downtown Oakland? 
I'm excited because it's like I've worked for a very long time to have the representation that I have now um, as a non-binary person, trans person that is black. And I felt so unseen for majority of my life, always having to fight for who I am and show people who I am and explain, explain and educate and educate. And it's just like to have it in, in the city that I was born in, that I'm from, to have that mural, that size where people cannot not see me, you know? And especially right now with everything that's going on, like black trans people being killed at the rates that they are, you know, it's like we we needed that, you know. I feel called upon to execute a lot of the things that I am doing in my life right now. But it feels amazing. It's, <laughs> there aren't that many words for it. <laughs> that's a great way to put it, called upon. With that said, bring us into your world, some of your work. What are you known for? I mean, when I say, when I start to say things about me, I usually like go back to the childhood. Like, I'm the eldest of seven kids. I was raised by my grandmother. I was a second parent in my household. I feel like I have a lot of umph, and whatever I say I'm gonna do, I do it. And I think that has a lot to do with my upbringing and how I was raised by very strong, powerful black women who they instilled that in me. So very big energy, I'm outspoken, and you're gonna notice me like, and I, and I feel like it's for a good reason that I'm that way. I feel like my purpose is to shed light on as many people as I possibly can and to bring love and to show people there's a way to just truly and authentically be yourself. Just being me is literally helping other people just be them. I started producing a queer fashion show called Limitless which was to bring more representation in the fashion industry for queer people, trans people, black people, indigenous people. And I ran with it, I took it and I was like, this needs to be brought to so many other people, you know, who need direction and who need a place to feel like they're them. And just a space to just exist and to like be their whole self. I started doing a day party called Drip A Area, which was for us to have a safe space to come to and party, but also to just be together and feel safe in our space. And then I'm working with TikTok. So today we're gonna start our journey by saying some affirmations. I just partnered with them to do a creative learning fund where I am basically doing videos, advice, tips on self-care and self-love. So repeat after me, I am enough. I am worthy, I am love, I am beautiful, I love myself. I'm over here smiling because it's like you just ooze with community passion. And like anybody who knows me knows that's what I'm about. So self-love, when you talk about self-love, what is your definition of it? Wow, okay. <clears throat> uh, self-love is... You accepting all of you wholeheartedly, uh, unapologetically, it's the way you look at yourself, it's the way you think about yourself, it's, it's how tender you are with you when you're maybe not meeting your expectations. It's how you show up for you. And it's been a journey, like I didn't just wake up one day and love myself. I'm still working on it, but I'm working on it. Hey y'all, today's word is gratitude. Gratitude is the feeling and expression of being thankful. Expressing gratitude every day, I would say, is like one of my top things um, because the flow of abundance that comes from that is out of this world. I, I, I've always feel like I'm living in a state of where I can give to other people, you know, and every day is not going to be great. And you got to be OK with every day not being great. 
you know, but being tender with yourself and being kind and speaking nice to yourself through it. Because it's so much better on the other side. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, you you are greener where you water your grass. And I know the work that you do is largely watering the community. But you talked to me before and you said something to me that like it just it has to be asked. Like, how are you now in front of people constantly? But at one point you were shy. How did you break out of being shy to being like on TikTok and in the side of a building and all the things that you mentioned? Um, when I was younger, I would be considered what they would say overweight. I was bullied. And that made me very insecure. After high school, I, I wasn't sure about what it was that I was doing with myself. I didn't love myself. Um, I didn't really know who I was. I was in denial for a really long time about my gender uh, and my sexuality. And I had a ex-partner of mine who was doing runway and I was super inspired by her and she had took me to a casting and I didn't want to go at first, but at the time I identified as a woman and they were asking for uh, masculine women to be in the show. And so I, I went on the whim and they made me walk in front of all these people and I was fucking scared, but I did it. I did it. I kept doing it and it started to give me a sense of confidence. To just be me on a runway in front of all these people, didn't matter who was looking at me, what they thought about me, I was just able to be whatever version of myself that I chose to be. Honestly, it felt like a portal or like me jumping into a, another version of myself. That was when I finally felt limitless. I felt like I could do whatever I wanted to do. And I think that it, it didn't solely come down to me. I think that it had a lot to do with my ancestors who I feel chosen by and I know that they saw something or enough in me to, to actually like live it out and, and they rejoiced. And so like so much joy came in my heart and I'm actually like here every day waking up pushing to do it. And I know that that made them happy too because I could feel it like... And I, and I know that I'm doing the right thing. Like, it, feel, it feels great to be like, I'm in vogue. There is a black non-binary person there existing. And I'm unapologetic. I have a fucking tattoo on my face. I have tattoos all over my fucking body. I'm not going to sit here and conform to what you want from me. I'm going to just fucking be me. Too many people died before me for me to stop and to not push forward and to not be a part of the revolution. Like, no, I feel wonderful. So I just know that it's possible be because of I've done it so far, which means that I could do all of it and I'm going to keep doing it. I pulled up to 17th and Telegraph. I looked up and I saw the mural and I was like, I got all these thoughts about the mural and all the different layers about it. I want to know what do you want people to think when they see your mural? I want people to know that it's possible to live in your truth and also that our future is going to be much brighter than our past um even if you don't see the results that you want to see right away it's happening if you put yourself out there it's happening for you and it is a movement right we are living in a revolution right now for all of us especially black people just find that one step that one piece of courage in you to move forward and to trust yourself our hearts are, are taking us forward. It's not leading us astray.
Yanni Brump tells me they got all kinds of things in the works, from more TikTok videos to a fashion line coming next year. Follow all of Yanni's work on Instagram at Y-X-N-I-B-R-M-P. Yanni, thank you for your time. Big time appreciation to the folks who made this podcast possible. Right now, its producer is Asal Asanapur. Our production team is Jessica Platchik, Kiana Mogulam, and Rob Spate. Our engagement team, Lena Blanco, Sarah Pineda, and Vita Kong. The higher-ups at KQED, Erica Aguilar, David Marcus, and Holly Kernan. Today, I'm asking that you all go out and simply show yourself a little love. I don't know if that means doing a self-portrait, conquering a phobia, or simply watering some plants. But take a little time to love yourself. You deserve it. And one last thing. I need a favor. It's for you listeners out there to take a KQED audience survey so we can learn more about you and what you want to hear from us. Check it out at kqed.org slash podcast survey. Again, I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. Peace. Right now is a KQED production. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.